Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of A Shot of Melon. I am your host, Michelle. Hi, it's me, Paula. Uh, Before we begin, of course, I want to wish my lovely co-host, Paula, a happy new year. All the best to you and your family for 2020. Many happy returns to you, Michelle. Happy new year. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, For those of you who are kind of wondering what's going on here, well, for our first episode, we had um, done our podcast before the new year. So this podcast will be our first podcast for 2020. So technically, this is our it is our second episode but it really is our first time doing it in the new year so happy new year to all the viewers listeners out there yes yes exactly happy new year to you guys i wish you guys all the best i hope 2020 is all that your heart desires and more we're gonna go into the introduction so we're kind of looking back at the last decade and i find that like you know entering this new decade uh, everyone's kind of like talking about like, you know, the 10 year challenge. So me and Michelle really looked into it and we're like, Hey, this would be such an interesting topic. So I got a question for you kind of to start it off and to see like where you were at or where we are now and to see like the progression of what we've done in the last 10 years. So, um, so where you are today, Michelle, did you ever envision yourself here or doing what you're doing now? No. <laughs> I'm going to say that for sure. No, I really didn't, honestly. Um, first of all, I have to say, can you believe it's been 10 years? I know. Like, we've passed a decade. Side note, okay? me and Michelle like, have known each other for 10 years. A little bit more than 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paula, tell them how we met. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. <laughs> wait, I think, okay, wait, I know we met in college in John Abbott. But yes. the circumstances of how so, we met, yeah. I have, was it in one of those, um, what were those things, those festivals called? Springfest? No, it couldn't have been Springfest. I want to say that I kind of got my introduction to you. Like, I didn't know you 100% yet, yeah. but my un- introduction to you was, um, do you remember at, at Abbott, there was like that area that we'd all kind of go in to hang? Yeah, so there was two locations there was one where you kind of like yeah the stairs and there's one like just i think it was after the stairs and you guys were more so after the stairs yeah, we were Did we ever even take a class together no because i was doing i was doing social and profile psychology and you were a year ahead of so me. we didn't take any all right i think you were you a year i know ahead? that i think so I don't remember what year I graduated, partially because I didn't go to the graduation ceremony. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know, but I know that it had to do with maybe, um, I feel like we had maybe friends in common, yeah. and then I, that's how we linked up. I feel like I met you, okay, wait, I feel like, okay, this is how I feel like I met you. I think I met Nancy, and through Nancy, I met Queenster. Queenster, I met Cynthia. Sorry for the names, guys. Right. Through Cynthia, I met Chantal. Through Chantal, I think I met you. That's it. I think okay. that was our link. Yeah. I think it was Chantal. If it wasn't Chantal, it was Cynthia. Somewhere around those lines, yeah. Yeah. Chantal, so that's how we met. Yes. And then we went to university together. Yeah. And our friendship kind of grew more into yes. university. Yes. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Ten years ago. So we've passed a decade. 
So just to get back to your question, did I see myself where I'm at now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a hard no. Um, at the age, so 10 years ago, what am I now? I am 31. So that would mean I was 21. 21, I was dating somebody. Uh, I thought I was going to, like, I honestly envisioned myself as, like, one of those characters from, like, girlfriends or sex in the city yeah i always thought like i was gonna have a high profile career i'm gonna get out of school and make tons of money have my own place and then yeah i thought of you know dating but fast forward to 10 years later i i'm in a good job it's not my dream job but it's it's it pays the bills Mm -hmm. um i didn't get a condo i skipped fast forward and got myself a house and now a fiance and two kids. So I never envisioned kids in my future, at least not at that time of my life. Maybe once I had gotten to that part where I hit the career and got my own place, then I would have probably thought, okay, maybe marriage and kids. Mm-hmm. At that time, no, I didn't care for being a mother. Didn't Wasn't something that really interested me. I just wanted to be like successful, and I guess, like, like I said, I kind of have to blame those shows. <laughs> I guess portray <laughs> that strong. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, mm-hmm. definitely not. I'm actually kind of surprised where my life has caught me. <laughs> well, yeah. me, in- interestingly you? enough, I feel like I'm late in where I saw myself because when I was, because I'm now 30, so when I was 20. Okay, skip back a few years. My when I was sixteen, <laughs> I envisioned myself married by twenty one, buying a wow. house and wow. like married and like starting my family. Right, that's my sixteen year old mentality. When I was wow. twenty years old, I was dating someone which I honest to God thought I was gonna marry, and this was like the love of my life. This was my first love, so I honestly thought that like I was gonna marry this person. And we were going to buy our condo. I always envision myself getting married, having a condo, traveling, and then babies. But I knew I wanted babies before, like, 25-ish. Um, yeah. Okay. That I've always known that, like, I've always wanted to be a mom. And I wasn't very career-driven. I even remember telling my mom, like, <laughs> she's going to kill me if she hears this. She's certain thing my mom always tells me, Paula, do not say these things out in public. It's not, it's no. <laughs> but I say them anyways. And then she like looks at me like dumbfound, like really. So I always told my mom, if there was ever a chance for me to be a housewife, I would dump my degree and become a housewife. So that was always like my wow. biggest dream to be like a housewife and taking care of the kids and being in the house and like catering to my husband, you know, very 1921 <laughs> that was me so wow um the only thing for me i think within the past 10 years i think it just came a lot later than i expected and i find that like it all happened in the last 2 to 3 years so quickly so i got married i had a baby and i bought a condo right so it was just like boom boom Ooh. boom but i'm i'm not where i want to be because I wish I had more kids, mm. right? Only because okay, I want a 
I originally wanted eight kids. Yes, everybody do laugh at me now. <laughs> now eight? Yeah, like, like eight. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Oh wow. <laughs> I come from a very big family. We're seven siblings. So I always envisioned that now that I have one who is eight months old and doesn't sleep <laughs> through the night. <laughs> I'm like, if I have a, because I have my firstborn, it's a boy. So if I have a girl, I'll probably stop. But it's not in my hands. It's God's blessings. So if he gives me whatever it is, hey. So that's the only thing. I did envision myself married with kids um, in a house or wherever it was. But yeah, so I am kind of in the footsteps, but not exactly where I would want it to be. Yeah. That's the only thing that's different. But you're at least you're close to where you want. I just want to be a housewife. I still haven't gone there. But Um, (laughs) hubby, you need to get on the money because yeah, like yeah. But you know what's funny? This may be a little bit off subject, but I find that like in the area where I live, a lot of women are not going back to work and. Because I work in daycare. So I see a lot of families with larger amount of kids in the area where I live. And a lot of housewives. So I stay-at-home moms. Yeah, it's like very big in the area where I live. So a lot of women fall back and they only live on one income. So here the government kind of like subsidizes you a little bit more and gives you more. And family allowance if it's only one income. So I find a lot of families are doing that here. I don't know how they do it because life is very expensive. So, yeah. You know, here, so just to give the listeners a little bit of an, because we keep saying here, Paul and I are from seven cities. I'm in Toronto and Paul is in Montreal. So, when we say here, just know. It's in Canada. (laughs) Two different cities. In Canada. Toronto is a lot more expensive than Montreal as far as living situation. Yes. That's where I'm going to say I don't know a lot of stay at home moms. I might know maybe one, hmm. but that's okay. Yeah, and I don't know in terms of subsidies. Like, do does the government pay if you're on one income? That I don't know. They don't Mind here. You. It's not necessarily pay, but like they give you more family allowances, and then they give like subsidy right. for like. Um, I don't, I, sorry, I'm French. Alimentaire. <laughs> <laughs> Subvention alimentaire. Right. I don't know how to say it in English. Um, right. Subsidy for food. They give you like a lot of things right. for all of those things. So if you're only on one income, that's how it works. But Quebec is more family-centric. And why I say that is because stores close at 5 o'clock in Quebec. Yeah. During right? the week. So on yeah. weekends, y'all close at... On the week, you guys close at 9? Like regular. No. So on the weekends, you guys are like... Five. Okay, wait. Where I live now... During the week, right. so from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it closes at five. Thursday, Friday Whoa. closes at nine, and on the weekends it closes at five. So five. my area, but like if you were in the if, west, if I was in the west, everything west closes at nine during the week, and on weekends at five. Five, because right. I live off island. Whereas here on weekends, things close at regular hours. The latest is like seven, but I mean the earliest is seven. The latest is nine. Oh. So it doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a city that doesn't stop. Kind of like New York. Right? So don't, yeah. I mean, my you, there's, I'm sure there's pockets of New York that are still open yeah. late because it's a city that never sleeps. 
but that's how it is here. So like, we're always like, whenever, when I came down to Montreal for the holidays, I didn't get all of my presents and I'm scrambling <laughs> because stores close at yeah. five, whereas in Toronto, stores are closing late. They're even closing for the whole week um, or the few days rather mm-hmm. prior to um, Christmas. Um, Christmas later than yep. normal. So let the mall normally closes at seven, let's say. They would close at actually 10 for the, the last couple of days leading up to Christmas. Just so you could get your Christmas shopping in. Well, not here. I, 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 me being a stay-at-home mom. Okay, so right now I'm on mat leave. So I guess you could say I'm a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. for now. Because I'm dealing with... Um, at first, I don't... I mean, it's not bad. But I'm very goal-driven. Mm-hmm. And I have a vision for myself where I want to see myself. So it's nice now. And I'm enjoying it. But I can see myself later on wanting to, you know, get back into that career. Like, do something or work somewhere that I want to yeah. work. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. You girl, what <laughs> else do you you decide to do and it works? Good for you. I don't know. It's nice. Like I'm getting to kind of watch my daughter grow as well as my son. I'm taking I'm I'm dance mom. I'm swim mom. It's yeah. nice. You know, and I think it's great for stay at home moms because or stay at home dads if you have those you get to really see your child grow because it's going to come a point where they're going to be 18 and you're going to be like, where did go? The thing is, I think the reason why I envision my life kind of that way is because my mom was a stay-at-home mom, but she was also a mom that worked from home. So my mom always kind of owned her own daycare. So she was always there, Right. right? So she was a stay-at-home mom. But she still kind of ran her own business in a sense. So that's why I think that, like, I ha- kind of have that, like, vision in my head. Like, it's like, okay, I want to see my kids and I want to be there for them and be able to drop them off, pick them up from school. And I think the reason why I also right. feel that way is because I work with kids and I work with such young kids, I'm not sure if I'll be able to mm-hmm. dedicate all my energy to my children if I work with kids. Like, I'm going to be so exhausted at the end of the day and come home and it's like, yeah, I have to take care of my own now. So I think that. You know, yep. I'm at the stage in my life where I'm like, oh, do I really want to do this? Is this what I want to do? So that's why I want to yeah. be a stay-at-home mom and, like, really concentrate on my kids. And then maybe when they get yep. to, like, primary and they're gone all day, then I can maybe, like, find something, you know, like, just, like, keep myself entertained. Yeah. So that's just me. No, it makes absolute sense. You know, I've been really rethinking it myself. Um if if I don't know, if somehow we win the lottery, <laughs> um, I would love to drop down to part time yes. hours just so I could spend more time with my yeah. kids. They're growing. Um, like Janae's doing ballet and you know, she's in swimming and I'm trying to expose her to as much because I feel like that's your role as yeah. a parent. Expose them to everything and anything so that they learn what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. You know, and I just kind of like do it before she tells me I'm not cool anymore <laughs> until I drop off the corner. So <laughs> I want to do that just because time goes by so quickly. Like just the other day, I was talking to my cousin and he told me he's 18. I literally did like, <gasps> like I stared at him like, you're 18? I remember you when you were t- like 
18 come from? He's like, yeah, I'm 18. I was like, oh my goodness. I had to like clutch my head and time goes by so, so fast. fast. And I feel like now I see it and I see that you need to enjoy these moments now. Don't get them back. That's it. Well, look at this. Like, look at the past decade. <laughs> it's, it's gone and passed by like oh, this. God. Like, it's crazy. Uh, I thought I was like the it girl. Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought I was the it girl. 10 Trust years. Me. Let's see. 10 years ago, I was dating somebody. Um, I don't know. We were, we were dating. <laughs> that's, that's what I could tell you. Um, school. Oh, school. I don't. I'm not. I don't love school. Like, I'm like a. I'm just going to do my bare yes. minimum. <laughs> Pass. I mean, if I do like, exceeding well, that's great. But. Bare minimum, I just want to get yeah. out. I'm more a hands-on. Like, yes, I don't like sitting in class and tests, and ugh, even now I'm doing my certificate for human resource management. I hate it. I know I need to get it done, but I hate it. <laughs> I don't like school. <laughs> I, I don't like it then. I don't like it now. Just doing it because I need this piece of paper. Trust me. <laughs> um, but I was the exact mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. I just kind of pushed through and I did it only because like my older siblings did it and I didn't because I was already yeah. the black sheep of the family so I didn't want to also be the black sheep and the uneducated black sheep of the family type thing so that's the only <laughs> reason why I pushed through <laughs> and went to university otherwise I couldn't care less you know what's funny about that I actually bought my parents I remember this vividly because they won't let me forget it anyway. Um, I remember after Seja, my parents were like, so what program are you going to go into in university? And I said, remember, my parents are Jamaican, Caribbean parents, old Caribbean parents. I said to them, I think I'm going to take a year off. Oh, my God. <laughs> my parents were ready to oh, kill me. me. I know. And it's a it's watching Blackish, and there's this one, well, episodes where um, Junior is taking a gap year. And I know another person who took a gap year. I wanted to essentially take a gap year because coming out of Sage, I really didn't know what yeah. I wanted to do. I think if I had taken that gap year, I wouldn't have spent or wasted time in a program yep. that I kind of just, just decided to choose to go yeah. into spent wasted time and money because you know university is not cheap and then eventually switched out into it and went to something else right so when I applied I applied for economics I don't know why I applied for that program that program was not for me and then um, later on I found a different program for that I switched to human relations so I wish I took the gap year but you know, when your parents, I think my parents had a fear that I was never going to go yeah. back. I just kind of wanted to figure out who Michelle is. What does she want in life? Who does she want to be? Oh. If you asked 16-year-old Michelle what I wanted to be, I would have told you without a heartbeat, I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? No, but you know, it's <laughs> actually funny because as you were talking, you were actually answering my next question, which was like, 
oh it's like because you're just but you were talking about like um taking a break from school and then i had well, my next question was like 10 years ago what did you see yourself doing and you're actually going into that so it's actually perfect you were saying how like you wanted to take a- well that was more so like i was hmm? yeah i wanted to take a, a yeah, gap, yeah yeah a gap year oh, that didn't work out very well in my mm. <laughs> um and you know what's funny now that i'm a parent i'm sitting here thinking like if Janae came up to me and said, hey, mom, I want to take a year off, how would I handle it? Yeah. You know, because I wanted one, I would handle it well with her. I would just kind of sit her down like, okay, there needs to be a plan at the end of the gap mm-hmm. year. You get one year. What are you doing throughout the whole year? If she tells me travel, work, travel, work, fine that's great but she says nothing has no intentions of working i mean then again i have to run this with her father to see if he's okay with that but like i'd be okay with it as long as she has a plan so she's going to do some traveling she's going to work and then at the end of the year she's going to know okay i kind of found myself i figured out because honestly and realistically not everybody knows what they want to do for the rest of their life and so what happens is a lot of people you know, they just kind of choose programs because, well, if I don't choose a program, my mom's going to kick me out or my dad's going to kick me out or I'm going to be the black sheep of the family. Like, sometimes you just kind of need to... But that's exactly... Yourself. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. This is more than 10 years ago, but I remember... Funny story. You know in kindergarten on the first days or a couple of days when they ask you, what do you want to be when you grew up? Well, Paula said she wants to be a stripper. And that didn't go so well with the teacher. No, and I lying. promise you, they called in my mother. They called in my father. So, you know, no. my goals were a little bit crooked from childbirth. But uh, Wait, hold on. Time out. Why did you want to be a stripper? Honestly, I, I have no I idea. I think it just, I don't know. I think I probably saw a show or something. And I saw that she had lots of money. So... That's probably where that mentality came from. But then as I grew older and I have a lot of, a lot of my influences comes from my mom. You're going to hear me talk a lot about my mom throughout this whole thing. And um, she was an educator. She's always been an educator, you know. So I wanted to be a child psychologist when I was younger. And, you know, going through um, elementary, even high school. And I think that like high school is where you re- sec four. I don't know how to translate that in like academic year. I think it's ninth grade. Is it ninth grade? Yeah. What grade do we go? Ten. No, ten. Tenth grade is when you get to decide. No, okay, sorry. Ninth grade is when you get the prerequisites to see if you're gonna go do like uh, the type of math that will get you prerequisites into college. So I was never excellent at math or like biology or chemistry or none of that. So in the ninth Um, grade, it's kind of like, I kind of, not flunked, but like I did like the bare minimum to pass. So my dreams started fading from there because in order to become a psychologist, you need like, sad to say, but I don't know why you need math, but you need math to get into these classes when you're applying for college. So when I was applying, when I finally reached, I did like 416 and then 514. So when it was time to apply for college, I didn't qualify for those prerequisites in order to become the child psychologist I wanted to. So what I did is I did social sciences. So social sciences is pretty much like a broad topic. So it's like anthropology and social sciences and psychology. But what I ended up doing is I did a profile in psychology because I really love psychology. 
<clears throat> so 10 years ago, I still wanted to be a psychologist. <laughs> but mm. when I got into college and I noticed that social sciences is so much reading and it's kind of like the base of what psychology is, I was like, no. So then that's when I figured out that like I need a plan B because this is not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to start all over in college to do um, a concentration like Vanya has with child studies. So I had no choice but to go to college in order to get accreditation to be able to work with children. So then that's where right. kind of, I kind of fell off in like 10 years ago. So in real prospect, I, I'm not, <laughs> well, I work with kids. I'm not a child psychologist. Mm. Um, my degree is um, what is my degree? In? <laughs> I did child studies in university <laughs> with a pro. I did child studies with a minor in adult education, so I can teach okay. up to the college level. No, is it high school? High school level, and I can work with kids with special needs. So my my specialization in childhood studies was special needs. So I really concentrate on like kids on the spectrum and kids with disabilities or learning disabilities. That's Mm. something that I'm really passionate about. So I think going through like 10 years ago, like it was a realistic dream. It's still realistic now because I can still just go and do a Mm -hmm. master's and then just keep going. But with my dreams of wanting to be a mother and stuff like that, maybe when my kids get older, you know, (laughs) life's life's short, but life is still long. We still have space to grow in that sense so I think you can still do it like you said as long as they maybe when they're a little bit older a little more independent yeah not older in the sense like teenagers maybe like I don't know like 10 12 that'll be fine yeah yeah they can shower themselves so you you have time and we're not that old we're only in our 30s yeah it's so funny because I was listening to Black Girl Podcast. So for our listeners, if you're also looking for another podcast, I was listening to Black Girl Podcast. And they did the 10-year 10, uh, 10 challenge. And it's so funny listening to them and now listening to yeah. us because they're a group of single girls, 29. And they're like, I don't know, they're kind of still maneuvering life. And we're on the flip side of the coin because they're like, they want to look for love and maybe relationships. And we're on the flip side of the coin we have our relationships established and we have kids. So it's just so interesting listening to a single's perspective and then our perspective as individuals with uh, partners and they have kids and how we're going through it, right? And they, for them, they, they're where they, they want to be career-wise, but they're not where they want to be in terms of That's relationships, yeah. maybe more with themselves. Whereas we may not be there career-wise, but we're there with our relationship. And family life. With yeah. our family. Exactly. So interesting. To listen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then kind of reply. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my 10 years. Um, I, don't, I can't say I had a... I don't know. You, in 10 years, you have some interesting stories, some funny stories. Um, but those 10 years, I would definitely say... They all come with ups and downs, yeah. and that's just kind of life, right? You deal with the loss, you deal with um, breakups, men coming in and out, um, and all that sort of stuff. Now, 
would I change it? Girl, are you reading my questions? <laughs> oh, no way. Is that your guys' question? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm like, what oh. has changed in the last 10 years for you? What <laughs> has changed in the last 10 years? Um, I have a different view on family life, mm-hmm. uh, on mothers, on fathers, on parenting. Honestly, when I was, like, I didn't care for that stuff. Like, I just don't talk to me about kids. Don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear it. That was me. I just didn't see myself, again, maybe just at the time that I was in, didn't see myself as a mother, didn't see myself there. Um, so I would say that's definitely changed. Now my mindset um, as a mother is uh, definitely a lot of patience. I kind of understand more so now mm-hmm. my parents and um, how they parent and I can understand why they do what they they did in terms of me. And of course, you know, you do it to protect your child, right? You want your children to come home at the end of the day. You don't want any harm to come to them. Even if it's as minor as a breakup, you don't want harm yeah. coming to your children. So I would say, yeah, parenting and mother life and all of that, that's definitely changed. My mindset has changed on mm-hmm. that. I don't kind of like ignore it, like, oh, whatever, that's not me. I kind of more so like embrace it and understand that it is such a hard journey. It is not an easy journey, but it is definitely rewarding yes. I think, I you? think for everything has changed in the past 10 years as far as my maturity like I know everybody says like you're bound to mature but I think in the last 10 years I've really matured in the sense of I'm more family oriented if you caught mm. me at 19 I could not care less about spending Christmas with my family <laughs> I could not care like I was a hot mess as like a teenager and I think that it has like life experiences that I went through as a teenager has made me grow to appreciate and really accept my family and like the devout amount of love that I have for my mom in the past 10 years in the last year alone has grown so much and I've learned to appreciate her a lot more for that um yep yeah I've learned to I've learned that I think this is one of the biggest lessons I learned in this decade that it's not the amount of friends that you have, you know, it's because I remember it used to be a contest. Like, Oh, I have like 26 friends or like, you know, when first Facebook Facebook first came out, I had like a thousand and one friends. No, 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 sweetheart. Let's cut it down to the people you would actually talk to in real life. You know what I mean? And I've cut down my list dramatically and I'm no longer allowing negative energy, like portray my life or surround me in that sense. If it like, I don't care. Like, it's not that I don't care, but it's like, I'm protecting my energy. If if exactly if, you yeah, if you're negative or you're not encouraging you, we're not moving forward together as friends. I'm sorry, but I'm leaving you behind. And it's nothing negative. Yeah, you're leaving in the back. Yeah, it's nothing negative. It's just I need to progress in my life. I need to go forward. I need to move forward. And I think that those of my friends and my well, obviously my family that have moved with me are really people that want to see just see we're just grow- people yeah, we're growing together. You know what I mean? In yeah. that sense. And then we're not pushing yeah. each other back. We're really 
pushing each other forward and like teaching each other lessons along the way. So I think that's what I've really learned in the past decade that like, yeah, family matters. Yeah, you're right. That's true. You know what? I had a pretty rough, um, I guess, time in elementary school. I was, I didn't have friends starting Mm -hmm. out in elementary school. When I became, when I had friends, I wanted more of it. Right. And so to me, whenever I lose a friend, I really take it hard because I didn't have it. And then when I did have friends, I really wanted to keep them. Maybe it was a little bit smothering. (laughs) Maybe I'm a little smothering and that's why people wanted to distance themselves from me. But uh, it it hurts when I lose friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would definitely say, you know, I've learned to kind of just kind of accept that sometimes it's not you. Sometimes, as the saying goes, some people are there for a season and some people are there for a reason. So, uh, and then others are there for a lifetime. So I've learned to just, I remember I was the same. I was like, oh, I have 250 Facebook friends. I have a lot of friends. (laughs) (laughs) But but realistically, do you talk to all those 250 people? That's a lot of people that talk to. Right? You may talk to maybe 10 of those on a regular day basis exactly my now oh go ahead i was gonna say my policy is if i what what happened i think it was like around three years ago i was going through my facebook friends and i was like if i see this person am i gonna talk to them in public no delete no delete (laughs) that was like my motto and i went down like i think i only have like a hundred friends and most of them to be honest it's half of my family members. <laughs> like, I think I have, like, 20 friends on there. Right. That's, what but something, that's something that you're going to have to go through yeah. life to figure that out. That's what it was. It, I'm sure you couldn't tell your 19-year-old self that, though. You'd have to kind of, like, you kind of have to, like, you couldn't tell your 19-year-old self, hey, you're really not going to be friends with 200. Yeah. It's really come down to, like, five, maybe 10 people. But not 200. That was my, my train of thought. That one, but, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I didn't uh, uh, I have a lot of friends. So, yeah. look, now I have, like, even my circle's even smaller, very right? Small. So I would say, yeah, very small. <laughs> um, it would be you and my two other friends. I mean, I don't get it twisted. I have met people mm-hmm. here since moving to Toronto but even out of the group of girls I could say maybe only one of them I'm really, really close with so in total I would say more friends in total that I speak to on a regular basis every day or every other day yeah. it's not that so. I don't know I think yeah, yep. well, what can you do we see, you know, that happens. And then I think that kind of like reflects on like my next, my last question, I guess. If you could change anything you did in the past 10 years, what would you change and why? What would I change and why? Um, this might sound, you know what? This might, get, I might get into a lot of trouble for saying this, but yeah. I'm going to swear. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I want to swear. Fuck it. I wish I never met my ex-boyfriend. 
fuck it. Oh. So <laughs> that was, yeah, I wish I never met him. That was a roller coaster of a relationship. Of? The one just before my current okay, partner. I don't know that do I? Yeah, you do. Yeah. M? Can you edit that? Is... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, you can say M. Mind you, whatever. Uh, I wish I never met her. I mean, I know it's a harsh thing to say. I wouldn't, okay, I wouldn't say I met him because I knew him from high school. I wish we never dated. Okay. And I, I wish we never went down that oh. path. Um, I think we're probably better off being acquaintances or friends. But so many things have happened in that relationship that has affected each other. Um, it has affected even friendships that I've had. Um, I think we were too toxic to each other. Or maybe it was more so that I was trying to, I was doing that thing that we need to do. We need to fix a man. We can't fix it. He has to I think that was why I I looked at him as like I could fix him, I could mold him. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> this is his. Either you accept it or you move on. So I'm not saying that I definitely have just and I'm not saying that like there's no I'm not saying that with any animosity or any hate or any disrespect. It's just kind of as you reminisce on that relationship. A situation where we probably weren't best for each other. Um, that's just how I see it. Maybe we weren't compatible with mm-hmm. each other. Um, and then the other thing is um, definitely take the time to kind of figure out what you want in life. Um, and I mean more so like career-wise. I'm, I'm like 31 and I still don't know what I want to do in my life. Mm. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. Like I'll start into something and like, ah, no, that's not it. Like, I'm still trying to find my passion. So I would say definitely trying to figure out what your passion is. Like, my current partner's passion is music. You know, you could go on and on and on about music. And it's kind of, it's nice. You know, when you have a passion and you see how driven somebody else, somebody else is, it kind of makes you think about, well, what's my passion? What am I so driven yeah. about? I ain't got, I ain't got one thing <laughs> that I can think. No comment. So figure yourself out. Come. Yeah, I hope so because I'm 31. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sneeze and I'm gonna be 41. <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> so I hope it comes because it's it it would it would be nice if I kind of spent more. I would have loved to have traveled. That would have been nice. I I you? was only able to travel when I got pregnant. So I mean. <laughs> oh well. At least you got to see a little bit. Yeah, of I was so, it's ironic because I was like, oh, I'm about to get married and settle down. I need to do something. Travel. <laughs> so mm. I went like everywhere. You are so lucky you got, you got to do that. I was just hoping I could travel. And that was a little bit more harder. Yeah, with the kids. With the kids. You know, I, I still have dreams of traveling and I know that I probably won't get it, get to it until that at a particular age right? I wanted to travel with me and my partner it's okay to travel with kids like, but there's certain places that you just know that they yeah. won't be interested yeah. in right? like if I take them to Disney great if I take them to Bali probably going to want to know 
with what the Wi-Fi is password is. You still have no interest. And not just that, right? you have to find something that's like family friendly or like kid friendly. Exactly. Exactly. Like some things, and even if it's kid friendly, like let's say you do end up going to like someplace like Bali, it's probably they don't know how to like they're not gonna really thoroughly enjoy the experience because at that age they're more so the internet, mm-hmm. video games, whatever it is, they're not into enjoying experiences. They don't even know that this is actually like not a lot of people will have the experience to travel to these countries and experience another culture. So they won't have that kind of awareness mm-hmm. as kids. So they kind of will kind of miss out or lose out, I guess, on a great opportunity. True. But I mean, I, I just I just want to travel. <laughs> Even now I'm like I'm itching yeah, to go on vacation. Like I need sand right now. Sun and margarita. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> I think what I would change if I could change something, um, I would, I would have been more serious about school, so it wouldn't have taken me yeah, so much time too. to finish. Um, uh, yeah, and one thing if I could change is I wouldn't have dated the last person I dated before I met my husband. But then again, I'm right. not sure if, if I didn't date person, if I would have been able to meet my husband. But for sure, I would have never dated. I would never do it ever again. Because, okay. yeah, it brought mm-hmm. me to a place in my life where I was like, I was super low, super vulnerable. And no. And what I would change is um, watching my eating habits. You know how you go through college and university life and you... <laughs> Just eat whatever, and you eat out pretty much yep. every single meal. Yeah, I would not do that, and I would save more. Like I yeah. worked summers. Sometimes I look at the amount of money I made and what I spent it on, and ninety percent of it was on food. Yep. And I, I yeah, and it's like I still spend it, it on food. <laughs> me, and I think, and I think one thing <laughs> I would have listened to my parents' financial advice. Back then, when they would talk to me, like, Paula, save your money, you know, then uh, don't <sighs> listen to your parents' children. I know there's no children listening to the podcast, but listen to your children. Listen to your parents. Because as much yes, as we yeah. don't want to listen to our parents, they have experiences uh, that we don't have at the end of the day. And especially when it comes to finances, as far as, like, credit cards and stuff like that. Um, I wish I would have had the education that I have now because I would have been more financially secured and been able to deal with debt. I always mess up that word Mm -hmm. a lot better. Debt. Debt. And um, been refocused because, like, credit rules... (laughs) our life here yeah everything and if I knew how to manage credit cards a lot better when I was in college university I think my life would have been a lot more easier today yeah and yeah yeah I wish that was one thing that my parents gave me like some sort of financial literacy I kind of had to figure this out on my own Yeah, my parents never give me. I think my parents were more so scared about me getting pregnant than me getting into debt. <laughs> so, I think even as if there are parents listening to the podcast, definitely yeah. sit down and have those conversations. Yes, I understand as 
you know, girls, you're scared of them getting pregnant. But think about it this way. If they have bad mm-hmm. credit, they can't even leave yeah, the house. So not only do they have a kid, they also can't leave because they're questioned. Yeah, and shit. they can't rent. Because now you even need a credit check to rent an apartment. Exactly. They do credit exactly. checks for everything. Like yep. cell phone, uh, internet, home phone. They never used to do for cell phones. This was interesting for me. When I heard about them doing a credit check on a cell phone, I was like, really? They never did that when I first got a cell phone. Everything. Yeah. And not just that, but like really understanding how credit systems work. Because I didn't understand the point system based on how and how you use your credit cards, right? If you're you're closer yep. to the credit, you automatically lose thirty five points. You know, every late payment, you lose five points. You know, so it's like, it's like I only found this out more in depth when I was ready to purchase. So I think yep. that's really important. That's something. Definitely yeah, need to have I re- financial literacy yeah. with your children. Yep. it's it's really important. Definitely because I think that's way- it should come secondhand after talking about birth control and sex. That's just my opinion for sure. <laughs> For sure, that should definitely. And you know what's funny? Uh, not to kind of get off track, but here in Toronto, uh, that's one thing they're trying to incorporate into the education system. Well, I don't want to say Toronto; I'm just saying Ontario as a whole. But they're trying to incorporate financial literacy into the education system. So I don't know what grade they're going to learn this, but as of a certain grade level, kids will be learning about credit cards, debt all that sort of information will be given to mm-hmm. them to learn because it's really important. They need to understand this because after this chapter, I don't know if it's high school maybe they learn this, well, I mentioned, but after that chapter, like you're going to be entering yes. adulthood and you need to know all of this. You know, I found out late on, later and I had to learn this on my own, right? My parents never had the discussion. Listen, I'm very interested in investments and I don't even know where. Mm-hmm. How, when to begin, where to start, who to go to. But I mean, if I could figure out all the other things, I'm sure I could figure this out. Yeah. But I think it, it definitely those. Yeah. I think that side came because my dad is an accountant, so like he um, was really big on money managing and stuff like that. It's funny because now, what well, my husband, what does he do in life? I don't know what he studied, but something with business management. And it's funny because I'm now. The accountant in the in the household, like I manage the wow. money. so it's just ironic. But is he planning to learn as well? Because he should know. He, he should be both. Of but you. the thing is, like, because he's new to the system, like he's only been here five, six months. So we're right. I'm teaching him in a sense, but like I'm kind of right. like overtaking it to like kind of like okay, this is how it's done, blah blah blah, and then. We do it together at the end of the day, but still, I'm like, okay, this, this, we pay this bill on time, this. If you do automatic deposits, uh, automatic pre, I don't know. If you don't do it on time, like you get pre authorized yeah, payments. payments. If you don't do it on time, you get an NSV. If you don't, blah, blah, blah. Like, so, still a learning process. Yeah. Because we've only yeah. been in Works our place. Good. This is our third month. We moved off. Yeah. Oh. So. Well, it's still, like, you, you, let him, like, figure it, like, you know, go through life now, but eventually he should learn it. 
just in the event that something happens to you, he knows where he needs to continue yeah. on. Right? I've heard so many stories of people leaving it to one sole partner, and when the partner dies, oh, the other person is kind of like, "What's happening?" Like exactly. So, as much as you could still be in charge of the finances, but just make sure that he also has an understanding. He knows where to go, so that if and I'm not saying this is gonna happen, you have to go to the hospital. You have to go mm-hmm. away for a couple months. He knows where to pick off and continue while you're gone or whatever. That's true. With us, that's how it is. We know everything from, um, like the light bill. What where's the money coming from? The the only thing I wish also that I learned how to. I need to. I wish they had a course on how to maintain a house. Because there are things that me and him were like, do we have to do that? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that. Yeah. Like, we didn't know that you have to change the filter. Every, for the yeah. Was, is it every month? Or you can each of... Every, yeah, you can either vac- clean it out, vacuum it, or change it. Yeah. So if we just changed our filter, and Paula, we've been here for Uh-oh. a year. We just changed it today. <laughs> Did you, I don't know. You know you have to change your hot, your heater, your hot water tank every ten years. So depending on, I don't even, and depending on when it was built know. or when it was installed, it needs to. Well, at least here in Quebec, that's the law. So ten years, or the insurance yeah, company does not insure your home. Wow. Yeah. See, I wish they had a course on that. How to maintain a home? Because I didn't know this shit. <laughs> And my parents never, well, I guess my dad was the one who was doing all this stuff. I never learned from him. Yeah. Right? So I guess that's one thing I would, I don't even know if I would do this, but if I could change something, learn a little bit more, that, more about like survival, yes. living, a, owning a home. What does it take? The process to get oh. a home. Yo, Janae is about to learn some stuff when she gets older. Trust me. Like we have to drop lots of gems for her so that she's well equipped and well prepared that when she walks into adulthood, well, not just Janae, Janae and Isaiah, yeah. of course, both of them. But I wish I learned that stuff too from my parents, but I didn't have that. So I was just figuring it all out as an yeah. adult. I got our house in a block. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was I was fortunate enough to kind of learn it because before I moved out on my own. I moved out with my sister and her husband for four years. So I kind of got the, so like I understood like the concept of like property tax, water tax, school tax, and all those things that came along with it. So I kind of understood, I'm like, oh, okay. And then because my parents, I mean, they would just kind of pay their bills and be like, whatever, you know, and like car insurance, car insurance, car insurance. (laughs) life insurance <laughs> I only got life insurance after I gave birth you know and it, it's it's Girl. like I didn't there's so many varieties I didn't know that you needed like a health test in order to get life insurance really girl I didn't even get my health insurance yet uh oh we're working okay. progress <laughs> we need to get on we're that we need to Trust me, trust me. That's the first thing that came to my mind the moment I had you. I'm like, 
I'm going to need life yeah, insurance. Life insurance because now. it's like, as, as sad as it sounds, like when I had my son, I had a very traumatic experience that like I could have possibly lost my life. So when I was thinking about it, I'm like, what if I die? You know, what am I leaving mm-hmm. him behind? Like, okay, fine. He's going to have this condo. Okay, whatever. But what else? You know, I need mm-hmm. to leave him with something. He can't just be there. And it's like, and at that time, his father wasn't here yet. So it's like, no. And I was like, let's go and start shopping around. <laughs> Girl, I need to get on it because I don't have life insurance. I'm sure I bet you ten bucks my partner does. He's like, what do you mean you don't have life insurance? I'm sure he's gonna say something and scold me on this. <laughs> but he's like, what do you mean you don't have life insurance? I don't have life insurance. But I thought you needed like he's gonna because here you need life insurance in order to own a home or a condo or whatever. No, not really. Here. No. So mine is a quarter. Like, anyways, I don't get no. But like, yeah, you need it enough to co- cover your housing and a little bit extra to cover the funeral that's how it works here see we don't even have any i'm I'm sure life insurance you're paying into a portion of the covering your funeral Mm -hmm. right i don't even have that i need to i need to get on that (laughs) and it's actually a lot cheaper when you do it when you're younger and healthier it's easier to get approved because it's actually an approval process to get life insurance maybe it's different in ontario Mm -hmm. but here you need to get approved you need to do blood tests you need to do physical they take a pee sample they look at your family history if your parents are still alive if there's diseases in the family oh my gosh well i know for a fact that um We've got like, well, my mom's diabetic, for example. So I'd have to ask her, like, how is that working out for her? I mean, I'll definitely sit down with my parents and figure that out and see how about that. Yeah, kind of like just to get an idea. I'm like, gosh, yeah, I think that's what be one big thing. Like, really sit down with my parents and get like the whole bulk of adulthood because I feel like we only got adulthood. Well, for me, I feel like I only got adulthood in chunks. It was really about go through school. Uh, get an education. Don't get pregnant while you're doing mm-hmm. it. And that was it. Right? Of course, your parents, my parents at least, are girls, so you fear teenage pregnancy. Hmm. So I would have loved for them to be more. Well, I don't know if my mom would know so much. Maybe my dad. How to maintain the house. What, what needs to be upkeep in a home. Um, financial literacy, all of that. But that would be definitely something I would say. I would want to learn, but I'm just kind of thinking about my my hard headed self. Um, would I really have sat down to listen to these gems at nine at twenty one? Probably not. Probably not. Let's be honest. No. <laughs> I was about enjoying life, going out, partying when I could, sleeping in when I could, <laughs> and just kind of rolling with life. That's really what was me. So, yeah. What about, yeah, so we got you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I actually have a question Ooh. for you. So we finished a decade. So decade is starting now. We're on to the next decade. Mm-hmm. In the next decade, what are your hopes, your dreams, and if so, aspirations that you would like to see completed? In the next thing, um, I want to see myself, myself and my family grow, um, more spiritually together. 
Um, I want to be more settled in life as far as like career orientation and, you know, really know what I want to do in life. And um, I want more kids. And I want to travel. I understand that. Mm, I want to travel. And I think, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have okay. any aspirations. I don't, don't think I don't know. No. I just <laughs> want to be a great person. I want to be a great human and just spread love everywhere because love is what makes the world, I may sound corny right now, but I really believe in love. <laughs> I believe in the fact that like, if you love and you love with like your, your heart, you can do no harm to others. So that's my aspiration. Right. Yes, that's my aspiration. Just the love everybody love love my neighbors love everybody my brothers my sisters my friends people i don't know just love just give them just give them lots of love love and buy a home Uh, and a new car (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure you'll get that all in 10 years i'm so sure (laughs) by sight by 40 i'm sure hopefully um okay so where am I here? Thirty-one in ten years. I would like to I guess uh, uh, that's the same thing as you. Um, be more established career-wise. Uh, I actually want to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too sure. I've started a little bit of a a thought process on it. I haven't yet kind of like put it in mm-hmm. motion, but I've just kind of thought about it i hope like in the next 10 years that i could be an entrepreneur basically i would love to have my own business um work less for the men work more Stop for me, me. um leave this place because ooh, child <laughs> <sighs> i'm ready i'm already ready and i've only been here for ooh. a year i'm already ready to leave <laughs> Ooh, child <laughs> i'm ready to go um, get a bigger house, definitely. Um, I think we're done on the children front, too. So I think we're done, one boy, one girl. But um, and then, I don't know. I think I just want to kind of see my children grow to be happy, healthy, but teenagers. <laughs> and um, ask God for lots of things because teenage years. No joke. <laughs> so, please, God, have mercy on me. I know I was a terrible teenager, but please. <laughs> and that's about it. I just kind of really want to focus on where I'm going, either career-wise or starting off my own business. And if I do start my own business, what does that look like? And that's about it. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Do you have any New Year's resolutions or do you not do any? I used to. And I don't think I've ever kept one. <laughs> so I had none. Honestly, this year was a lot different for me because I had so many high expectations of how my New Year's was going to go. And <laughs> it went mm-hmm. nothing as planned. So even Christmas, didn't go, my whole holidays didn't go anything as planned. Oh, so, no. yeah, that's true. You did tell me. Yeah, it was... I don't do, I've tried to do 
um, like very, very, like before they used to be like, you know, the typical, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want my summer body yeah. back or whatever. Now it's just more. Um, I just want to be happy. I just want yeah. health for the year. I, that's it. At this point, like, it's so funny because I was listening to Deadass. Um, so that's Kadeen and DeVal's mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, yes, yes. And yes, and um, they were just talking. Well, DeVal mentioned a very interesting point. He was basically kind of talking about your mindset as you go through different stages of life. He was like saying something along the lines of like in your 20s, you think you know everything. And when you hit your 30s, what you thought you knew in your 20s, you were wrong. And now you have to readjust to all the crap you did in your 20s. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) I need to readdress to all the crap that I did in my 20s. So, um, this year, I just kind of just want to be happy. My um, goal is just to have fun and enjoy 2020. There you go. Like one year at a time, really. And that's it. No weight loss because, oh, Lord. Ugh, listen, I'm too old. I ain't got no energy. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You have a kid. Ugh. Kids, how's their there are workouts. Yeah, okay. I have a sick ch- child right now. <laughs> and let me tell you. And I, he still doesn't sleep through the night. I hear you. I can't wait for that. I want I want to sleep so mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> through the night. <gasps> well, I guess that will wrap up, sum up our second podcast. So don't forget to subscribe to our Instagram page at a shot of melanin. Subscribe as well on all podcast platforms. So that's Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard. And we will hear you on the next podcast. Bye, Bye. y'all. Thank you for listening.